Trendy Nut, episode 95. You, you just got to think of, do I want to be in this position forever? You, you're going to have to think of that. Do you want to be in this position? You the breadwinner. You're not really making enough to make a living. You're just making enough to live. Do you want to be in that position forever? If not, then you have to take a sacrifice on doing whatever you have to do, like babysitting and trading, working and trading, in school and trading. You're going to have to add trading to your everyday life. The market's going to do something. Your job is not to fight it. The market never, ever runs away. It's always there. That personal diary of trading will make you a much better trader than I could be right about the direction, but wrong about the trade. Don't focus on the monetary side. Trying to make too much money on a trade is what I have seen killed every trader. Your losses offer you some of the greatest insight you can find into your mistakes. Relax, learn the process. Candlestick pattern trading is a freaking trap. Don't be in a rush to become a millionaire. Let the market tell you what the market wants to tell you. This podcast is not financial, trading, or investing advice of any kind. Before we start, I'd like to thank our sponsored partner for today's episode, City Traders Imperium. Now, CTI has one of the world's best funded accounts and learning platforms all in one. Get a CTI Forex funded account today and advance a step closer to achieving your personal freedom. To find out more, head over to citytradersimperium.com. That's citytradersimperium.com. What's up traders, welcome to another installment of the Trading Up Podcast. I'm your host Cam Hawkins and today we've got KJ McLaurin on the show from LiquidFX. So we're about to hear from him, hear about his trading, uh, also hear his fantastic little story, well not a little story, it's a life story, uh, where he went from being homeless to making a success out of trading in the Forex market. So guys, that's coming up in a second. We've got a great video we shot with that as well. So make sure you check that out after the show. Now, talking about videos, there's tons of stuff going on. So busy here at Trading Nut. We've got the Trader vs. Trader that's just wrapped up. So I'm looking for more guests that want to take uh, the Trader vs. Trader challenge, which is it's a bit like a sort of you know uh, Karate Kid tournament. Uh, if you've ever seen the Karate Kid, you've got that tournament at the end of the movie. So basically, you're competing against other traders to get in the semifinals, to then get in the final, and then ultimately try and win the whole thing. We had 15-year-old Jacob from Sweden take out the first ever Trader vs. Trader last week. You've got to go and check this out. The guy made 27 over 27R in five trades. Now, uh, prior, prior to that, he even did 20R, so he's done fantastic. We're actually going to get him on the show uh, later on, and I've managed to line up a Jacob versus Philip Bloom, the two 15-year-old traders that have come on the show to do a TradingView replay challenge, uh, sorry, a, a special trader versus trader challenge just for you guys. So stay tuned. That is coming up, I believe, on the 3rd of November or 4th of November. So stay tuned. Just around the election time, so you're probably not going to be trading the, the markets there, whether or not Donald Trump gets re-elected, who knows. But you're probably not going to be trading. You're going to be staying out of the market. So instead, come and check this out. This should be fun. So we've got that coming up. Uh, also, I'm looking for guests on the Trader vs. Trader. So if you do think this is something for you, if you do want to be uh, in for a chance to win some prizes, so I'm also I'm giving away, for the first round, I'm giving away a copy of my Robot Builders Club to the guys that can explain what they do on a price chart the best, okay? So if you get voted the best by the audience, then you get a copy of my Robot Builders Club. 
and you can also compete for the final gift which is a or final prize is a 400 pounds evaluation account at my sponsors city traders imperium so these guys have offered up uh, essentially one of their $12,500 evaluation accounts which grows to a $50,000 forex funded account so guys that's for trader versus trader but the good news is it's also for scalper versus scalper so if you're not flash on the uh, on the back testing if you prefer being at live market scalping for an hour and a half then this is for you hit me up on instagram guys send me a little video of what you do introduce me to yourself via a video uh, you should be able to put something up on youtube with a link something like that that i can easily get access to don't make it too long i just want to see a bit about you a bit about what you're doing what you know on a price chart and then we can make a call on whether or not you come onto the show and have a chance to win some of these prizes or just the prestige of coming on and doing it so uh, there's that trader versus trader scalper first scalper and then I'm going to start a new thing, which is Scalper versus Algo. Okay, I think that's what I'm going to call it. And basically, because I build trading robots with the Robot Builders Club, I'm going to put up one of my scalping bots against uh, one of you guys or whoever wants to come and have a crack at it. We're going to see, it's, it's man versus machine. Somebody had the idea in the chat. I, I absolutely loved it. I think it was great. So we're going to try that live market, Scalper versus Algo. So whether or not we do the Algo at the same time we do Scalper versus Scalper, that could be a thing that we do as well. So um, we did try it last week. It was a bit of a flop. Unfortunately, Connor, one of the guests, didn't turn up. He, fell uh, he didn't wake up. His alarm didn't work. And the the benefit of that, though, is you get to see me taking some live trades if you want to go and check that out and find that on the Trading Nut YouTube channel. Now, um, finally, talking about robots, we've still got the Robot Builders Club is on sale this October 2020. If you're listening to this in the future, you might want to try out my free training where you're going to get to see me teach you how I build these trading robots. And if you're completely clueless, clueless to this sort of world, you're going to get an insight into what I do and how it works. Um, and you can even get a free free robot as well. So guys, go and check that out. It's all over there on Trading Nut. There should be links on the show notes description here as well. Uh, and yeah, with this October bonus, you don't just get a discount on the, uh, the joining fee, but you also get my round number robot. And I'm currently just about to do a video on a hedging bot that I've just created as well. So guys, tons of stuff to check out. But for now, let's get into this interview with uh, KJ McLaurin. It's fantastic stuff. And then go and check out the video we shot afterwards on the YouTube channel. All right, folks, we've got KJ McLaurin here on the show. Welcome from all the way over there in Orlando, Florida. Thank you. Thank you. Hey, look, uh, so you, you gave me a little snippet of your story just before the show, and I've got to say that the first part of it like had me on tender hooks. I was like, okay, I want to hear the rest of the stop. Let's let's just do the do the show. So, uh, do you want to start off? Well, first of all, so you're running uh, Liquid FX, so you're a forex trader, and uh, and you're fairly young. How old are you? I'm 22. 22. Okay, so um, you've been doing this for a while. Though. You've got your own office that you trade from. You mentioned now. What I want to hear is your story from sort of way to go. How did you get into this, and how did you get up to where you are first? Uh, where you are, where you are now? Okay, so I've been. I came to Florida when I was like fifteen. I was dealing with homelessness because my mother doesn't really. She really didn't have the funds to take care of, take care of her kids. It's eight of us, so she have eight kids. So she really didn't have enough funds to take care of us. So we moved to Florida. While we was in Florida, basically, we lived in a hotel for around like a year and a half, maybe two years. And um, I was trying to find a way to to actually help her out with paying the hotel fee. 
which it was pretty difficult while having like having to go to school because I was in high school and still trying to um, like pay whatever I could pay. So as I was working at Publix, which is um, a grocery store in Florida, while I was working at Publix, I was trying to find a way to learn how to trade. And somehow I never could learn. But one day um, a Forex trader came in there and basically showed me what it was. And then I, I just took it from there. And I haven't, I haven't stopped. I've been going seven years strong now. And, and talk us through that, that moment. Like Forex trader came in the grocery store and then bang, you're a trader. Go, go into the detail. What really happened there? Okay, so I'm doing what I do. I, I was a, um, a grocery attendant. So a grocery attendant is basically somebody who bags groceries for customers. So as I saw him coming in, I saw, I been saw him when he walked in, but when he came, somehow he came to my register. When he came to my register, I asked him like, um, how did you get those tattoos? Because I'm I'm really into tattoos. And he had like sleeves, and you know, sleeves, tattoo sleeves is a lot of money, especially in America. And I asked him how much he paid for. He told me like two to three thousand dollars each arm. So I'm like, oh wow, how how did you make that much money to even afford it? He was like, oh, I trade forex. I'm a forex trader. And I'm like, really, you a forex trader? He was like, yes. I was like, can you tell me more? So as he's telling me, I'm already catching butterflies because it, it always been like my dream to learn how to actually trade forex. So he told me to come outside with him. I get his groceries, take his cart outside. As I'm going outside, he's telling me about how Forex is made and how it's a bunch of scammers that's trying to act like they know Forex and really don't know how to trade Forex and all this. So I take down his number. When I get his number, I call him. When I call him, he already into it. He already telling me, boom, this, that, what I need to do. So I save up around $800, $800 to learn from him. Once I, um, once, once I start learning, I basically learn enough to basically teach myself and just gaining experience off actually being in the forex market. And that's how I started. Brilliant. And and so the, the $800 to learn from him, I mean, did, did he, did you know you were going to be paying some money to, to learn from this guy or, or how did that come about? Cause I mean, sometimes you sort of, you know, people might go, okay, well, look, I, you know, the guy's working in a grocery store. I might just train him for free. Was there a reason this guy wanted to charge you some money for that? No, I mean, he didn't really want to charge me. I intended because I know if he's a top forex trader, like he says, he's not going to have time to teach me personally. I already knew that. And I could feel the vibe that he was about what he was saying. So I was like, okay, bro, what if I give you $800 for your time, for your service? And he was like, okay, I, I will do it. And then that's how it went. He wasn't really charging me. I offered to pay him because I don't want anybody teaching me anything for free. That's not what forex is about. You, you're really not going to learn how to trade forex from a multi-millionaire or a multi-thousandaire for free. That's just not how it really works. Yeah, and I think that's that's why I asked the question because I, I I figured it was something like that because it seems, I mean, it's definitely, you know, these guys that are just sort of random traders that nobody's really going to meet um, because they're just not going to tell you. And they just got they they don't want the the fame they just want to you know a nice life and to do it, do it themselves and be anonymous to to a certain degree and yeah you've got there's got to be something in it for them they got to see someone who's willing somebody who is you know wanting to to commit to it versus like just I don't know someone who just wants to know and won't actually put it into into action so no, I like that that's brilliant now. Um, how did he train you? I mean, was it, did you go around to his house or did you have to do calls? How did that work? I really wanted this so bad. Like 
I would die just to learn how to trade Forex. So anything he told me, if he told me to jog to Starbucks, walk to Starbucks, walk to his house, um, catch Uber to his house, anything I could do, even hop on calls sometimes when I'm not even really seeing the chart. He's just telling me things. He'll even come to Publix and take out his phone and show me like Bollinger Bands and and Starcastics and, and stuff like that that I didn't know anything about. So he would just, any way he could do it, because I'm pretty sure he was really busy. So I had to make, like he had to make time for me. So I had to just go to him whenever I could, whenever he gave me an opportunity to. So it was mainly like calls, but whenever I got that chance to, have that in-person type of time, I would take it. Nice. And did did you um did you ever sort of I suppose catch up with him later on in in life, like in the in the you know years that came, and get to know him a bit better, or was it sort of literally just this point in time where all this information got sucked in, and 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 you haven't seen him since? Yeah, it was it was something like I just cut ends with him because I was dealing with homelessness and I was moving back and forth and moving to different places. So I kind of lost that, that, um, that communication with him, but I had already learned enough to where I felt like I could do it on my own. Okay. And so once you, once you had that skill set, how did you go about like going from knowing a bit or enough to do it on your own to, to really, I suppose overcoming any um, initial losings to to become a consistently profitable trader. Can you explain that one more time? Oh, so so you... basically, how did how did you get from knowing a little bit to being profitable? Okay, so what I did was I just kept losing money. I guess that's I just kept losing losing money, blowing accounts, and. It, it could never stop. So I had to like basically write down everything I was doing wrong. Cause you know, when you lose a trade, you, you kind of know what you did wrong to lose that trade. Yeah. So I was, I was losing positions and I'm, I'm like, okay, maybe I need to trade the New York session. Maybe I need to trade this. Maybe I need to stop going in at five o'clock. So I was just writing down everything. And every time I was, I would write a thing down, I would stop doing it. And then I would see progress and more progress and more progress as I'm going down the line, marking everything out that I shouldn't be doing. Nice. And so, so there, was there a day or a time where you were like, ah, I've got, I've, like, I finally got it and, you know, bang, it was never, never looked back or are you still learning to this day? I'm still learning to this day. It never, it never, I mean, it, the market really hasn't got easy. I just got better. If you get what I'm saying? Yeah. I just got better at the crap. So it's pretty, I'm still learning to this day, but I'm profitable. I can say that I can flip any account that I trade with risk management. Right. Okay, cool. That makes sense. That makes sense. Now, um, diving into the, I suppose, the nuts and bolts of what you're doing on a on a chart and stuff. I mean, like, what, what I say, actually, sorry, let's just step back a little bit. So you've obviously got this created a, a small community that you've, you're training other people now. Um, you've, you mentioned you had an office and, and how did that, all that come about first? Okay, so how that come about is a crazy story. I, I've been training since I was 15. So over time, I was. You have something to say? No, no, no. Okay. Um, I was just talking. So over time, I was um, trading while I was in high school. So I was like 18, 17, making a lot of money, making a lot of money in school. And at that time, I was kind of arrogant because I never had that type of money before. So I was bringing thousands and thousands. I got videos of this too. So I was bringing thousands and thousands to school. And then all my teachers and all the principals and, and everybody that I knew, people I didn't even know was, was talking about it. So I'm like, dang, what the heck? I can make a 
I can make a business out of this because I wasn't really thinking about teaching nobody. I was just making enough money to feed myself and my family. But people was talking about it so much. As soon as I graduated, it was like, what you going to do? Like, you already doing everything. You already making enough money. You making more money than us. And we teachers. It was like, what you going to do? I was like, I'm going to just make a company out of it. Brilliant. Brilliant. That's cl- that's classic. The teachers are going, <laughs> you're making more money than us. It's unbelievable. Right. So, um, okay. So you decided to make a company out of it. So you left school and was it straight in the, like, I'm going to start a company? It was, it was straight into it. So when I graduated, I called up two of my um, friends that I taught how to trade and we got straight to it. We got straight into it. Okay. And then how are those friends these days? Are they still trading? They still trading, but uh, we part ways. We part ways. Okay, cool. Now, um, let's let's dive into your trading now. So, what does it look like? Like, uh, what time frames are you trading? What styles are you trading? Can I share my screen? Uh, we'll go into it. We'll do a little video after this. But for now, okay. just yeah, it's it's all about just this is for the podcast. So we'll just talk about like stats and stuff and um, just describe it. So yeah, what what time frames do you trade? Okay, I only trade really like three time frames, which is the daily, four hour, and one hour. Sometimes I go lower time frames, but those are my main time frames. And so, would you you call yourself more of a swing trader then? Uh, swing swing trader slash intraday sometimes. Okay, and how many trades a week? Um, I prefer like five trades a week, but mainly it'd be like three. Winning percentage. Um, maybe like 60, 70%. And risk to reward ratio. Oh, that's one for three every time. I don't even go for one for ones. It got to be one to three. Okay. And do you, um, do you scale out of your trades at all or just literally it's one to three? Um, I try to, I try to swing trade and like hold the positions and just move my stop loss up as further it go. But Mainly one to three. I pull. I put. A, I pull a position out at like a hundred pips and just close the whole position out. And how many instruments and what instruments do you trade? Um, USD CAD, USD CHF. I used to trade GJ, but now I don't know what the hell is going on with GJ. <laughs> um, you feel me, right? <laughs> oh no, no, I, 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 I hear you. I mean, I, I trade GJ, but um. I, I I sort of understand it now. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So in Euro AUD, I only trade like four pairs. Okay, cool. Euro AUD as well. And um, okay, brilliant. So, what does your typical trading day look like then? I wake up at five a.m. every morning, and I trade all the way until one p.m. So I basically wake up, um, take a shower, drink a Red Bull, drink a um, a coffee, cold coffee. Just hop on the computer with my um with my girlfriend. That's all we do. Oh right. So your girlfriend does it as well? Yeah, my girlfriend does it as well. Yeah. I'm trying to teach her to be better, but she's doing good for it right now. Cool. And so what yeah, what do you do after one PM? After one PM, um it's it's time to go get some food after that. We just <laughs> we put on our clothes, feed the animals, and go get some food. Nice. So, so, so it's a relaxing day for the rest of the day, and there's not much else going on. Yeah, either either I'm a either I'm a lose positions, or I'm a win and, and swing them all the way to the week over, or start the next day. Okay, so 
thinking about the guys that are listening to the show here, like there's a lot of mum and dad traders out there or, or younger you know, guys who are in this sort of similar position. They're looking, you know, do I take a career? Do I, you know, try and do something by myself? I mean, what do you th- what do you think made you you different from those guys? Other than having a bit of luck with the, you know, stumbling across this guy in the, in the supermarket, what do you think made you different? I'm determined. I, I'm I'm so determined, and I'm I'm never gonna give up on what I put my mind to. That's that's one thing every trader needs. You got to stay determined in this, even even with the losses in the drawdown and all that. You have to. Stay focused on the goal. You got to stay determined on succeeding. And and so I suppose thinking about like the fact that you know you said, oh look, I've lost, I lost all, I just kept losing money, and that's how I got better. Uh, I mean, was there a point, you know, given the fact you're determined that you were like, hey, is this ever going to happen? Do I just give up, or how did that sort of play out in your mind? Um. So with that being said. I knew it wasn't the market because the market doesn't have feelings for anybody. I knew it was me because you, you're going against yourself when you're really trading. It's really not the market. It's you versus you. So at the end of the day, you have to look at yourself and look at what you're doing wrong and what you can fix to to make those type of profits that you want to see. Because if you go out blaming everybody else, you're really not going to be able to grow within Forex. You got you to gotta, you gotta know what you're doing wrong and, and fix that. Okay, cool. And and what about for the guys that are out there, you know, earning a, they're working a day job, so they've gone down the career path, or or they're in school and they're just about to leave school. What do you recommend they? What are the steps you recommend they take? Honestly, the steps I recommend they take is you gonna have to take sacrifices. You're gonna have to take sacrifices if you want to become, if you want this for a living. You're gonna have to take every sacrifice possible. I'm not saying quit your job or give up on school, but you're going to have to make time. You're going to have to cut whatever thing that's not important off to get those gains within Forex. Like you have, you're going to have to, you have to make big sacrifices for this life if you want it. And so, so I mean, I had a question come through from, from a guest the other day going, Oh, Hey, look, can you, can you let me know? Sorry, not guest, a listener. Can you let me know which interview to listen to uh, somebody who's, Basically, you know, in my situation, I'm I'm at home. I'm a husband. I've got a couple of kids or three kids, and I want to sort of hear how someone in that situation has gone through and become a um you know a profitable trader. Now, you've sort of said that you got to sacrifice. So how how would you? Not that you're in this position, but I'm going to ask you anyway. How would you? What would you say to this person in terms of you know they got to support a family of let's say four and they basically yeah they're the sole possibly the sole breadwinner how do they do it what do they do what would what do you recommend i would recommend i would recommend basically doing it when you can like say if you at work and you got a break do it like take that sacrifice of of you taking a break and just putting in the work or when you get off of work take that sacrifice you you just got to think of do I want to be in this position forever? You, you're going to have to think of that. Do you want to be in this position? you the breadwinner. You're not really making enough to make a living. You're just making enough to live. Do you want to be in that position forever? If not, then you have to take a sacrifice on doing whatever you have to do, like babysitting and trading, um, working and trading, 
in school and trading. You're going to have to add trading to your everyday life. Nice. I like that. Yeah, it is. And it is very much that sort of that when, when you don't want to do it, that's the time you need to do it. That's, Mm -hmm. it's like, I'm just about to sit down. I've had a crap day at work. That's the time that you need to actually do it instead of resting for whatever three hours watching TV. Now, um, what about a price chart? What three things would you recommend an intermediate trader educate themselves on? All they really need is risk management, um, support and resistance, and anything that goes with price action. You don't really need no indicators. Um, you don't really need no indicators. You don't really need nothing but price action, risk management. You got to have the best risk management, especially if you want to use big lots. Risk management, price action, and trading with the trend doesn't that those all three things you need. That's really it. And what's your definition of risk management? Um, risking my risk management is basically you risking two dollars to make five ten dollars. That means you can lose twenty times and win twice and and still be on top. So you you want to risk a small percentage of your money, like two percent, to at least make five percent of your capital every time. Yeah, so it's when you break those rules that's when you get yourself into trouble. That's when you pay for it. The market is gonna is gonna teach you not to do that. Right. Cool. So um, support and resistance, price action, and risk management. So support and resistance. Have you got any? I mean, I know you will jump in a chart, but just describing it. I mean, are there any special things that you you do around support and resistance? Uh, I would say that the key thing to support and resistance. You can't just drop support and resistance lines and thinking that it's going to work. Uh, uh, one candle can just blow right through it. So the the key thing to support and resistance that I can say personally for my trading is. I wait for candles to get smaller as they're approaching the support level or the resistance level. I wait for the, the candles itself to either lose momentum, give me a couple of wick rejections, or like get smaller and smaller as it's approaching the level. That's that's the key thing to support resistance. If you can learn that, you can learn how to how to trade. That's that's really it. Or wait for like a bullish or a bearish candle to form at that area, like a strong, like a strong rejection or a strong um bullish engulfer or bearish engulfer at that area to um verify it perfect brilliant actually it's the first time i've heard that described on the show so i really love that uh, explanation now what about a trader's mindset if you if you had to sort of give a, a great little tip what or one or two even if you got more share them all uh tip have you got to to help somebody with their mindset <laughs> okay um the the biggest thing that I can say is do not come into trading with your ego. Like do not come into trading thinking that you're going to make this amount of money this fast or don't come into trading with your ego because if you do, the market is going to be here to humble you. So you got to have, you got to have a mindset knowing that you might lose a position and it's okay. It's okay to lose. You might lose a position and you're, 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 you're basically in this, for the long run and not short term you you want to think long term when you trade it okay and have you got any sort of tips on how somebody can burn that into their brain um i could say that's a hard one i, I could i could say just write it down like i like i told you before i feel like if you want to burn it into your brain, write it down. Because if you don't, you're going to go against your rules. You got to have a, a strict rule set you got to stick by. And I say if, if you don't stick by your rules, I even tell my students this. 
If you don't stick by your rules, write it down a million times. I don't supposed to do this. I don't supposed to do this. I don't write it down a hundred times on a piece of paper. And that, that'll end, that'll end up making you do your rules correctly. That'll end up making you stick to your rules. Yeah. I think that, I mean, one of the things I find is like, it, there's a lot of advice out there around, you know, how to, how to fix your mind, how to, how to, you know, get the right mindset, but it's, you know, you can hear that and then your mind will be like, yeah, thanks for telling me that. But anyway, I'm still going to do this. And it's, yeah, use- sorry, go on. Uh, it's like, yeah, I don't care. I'm going to use a, a major light with no stop loss. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. So it's your mind will still trick you. You've got to somehow punish yourself to or feel the pain so that you're not going to do it. It's almost like, you know, Pavlov's dog where it's, you know, you keep doing the same, you know, the same thing resonates with you and you start creating that neural network in your head that this is the way I should do it versus the old habit that was not working. Um, now, uh, last question before we jump into the quickfire round. So if there was one thing you'd recommend any retail trader spend the next month mastering, what would it be and how could they go about mastering it? Um, I would say master master your discipline and master risk management like master master your your yourself master your rules of trading like if you if you know you're supposed to wake up at a certain time to trade master doing it if you if you know you're supposed to only risk two percent of your capital master doing it and i just feel like you should just master yourself yeah so it's it's that's a it's a great one so d- discipline so you that, that's one example. So, what? That's the time that you're going to trade. So, being disciplined that that's the only time. Um, what's a way that somebody can, like, make sure that they do that? Is there, have you got any ideas in terms of like how do you make sure that you're only going to trade at that certain time? Because somebody else mentioned to me that this is one of the big issues with trading is that it's one of the only places where you've got no rules, right? It's just you. There's nobody telling you. There's no control. It's not like you. You've got the you know government telling you, oh, you're only allowed to trade at this particular time, um, or or you know a boss or someone else. It's it's you. Is there any anything that you can recommend that some that's going to help somebody, you know, enforce that disciplined approach? Um, I know I'm asking you sort of like for the world here. It's 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 not an easy answer. That's a hard answer because. The way the way I would do it will is is me losing money. Honestly, like I would see myself losing money. Like just see yourself blowing your account. That's honestly how you could do it. Honestly, see you putting your hard earned money in there. What however you got the money doesn't even matter. Honestly, see yourself losing that money and and not being able to trade. That's mm. how I, that's how I look at it. Yeah. It's good. It's good. It's good advice. Imagine yourself losing the money. Imagine the margin call. Imagine yourself blowing the account. That's that's great advice. Right. Uh, let's jump into the quick fire round here. So, how long did it take you to go from newbie to consistently profitable? Seven years. How many years? Sorry, say that again. Seven years. Seven. Mhm. Uh, what's your favorite entry setup? Um, I enter off with rejections in. Um, bullish and golfers, embarrassing golfers. What strategies do you use to exit or manage trades? Strategy I use: I wait for um, basically price to hit a resistance level or support level, and if I see that price is stagnant and can't break that area, I close the position. And I use trail stops. 
what's your recommended trading book or resource? Uh, Baby Pips is free. If you, if you want to learn how to trade for free, uh, go to Baby Pips. What's your preferred broker and trading platform? Uh, you you probably heard this a million times. It's Codex, K O T Forex. I recommend them. Pretty good. Uh yeah. I've only just heard it recently. The last couple of guests have have been on there. I did sign up for it. Um, and as I'm guessing, it's the MetaTrader Four platform then as well. Yeah. Yep, MetaTrader Four. Uh, do you want to walk us through your worst ever trade? Um, <laughs> this is a question that I that I saw on your um pamphlet, and I thought about. I thought about me losing $10,000 on gold. And this was like my fifth, sixth year in trading. I was seeing that Q banks, I saw that everybody on Instagram was making money through gold. And I thought that, you know, the lot size and, and how it worked was the same lot size uh-huh. on gold. <laughs> yep. Yep. So I used the same lot size I'd be using on regular currency pairs on gold. And then all of a sudden, boom, a spike happened. And it took me out of trading. I lost ten thousand dollars. I stopped trading for like maybe like two weeks. Oh dear! <laughs> and it's one of those mistakes, right? You're only going to make it once. Now you know that gold has got you know the the point sizes are different than the pip sizes, and you yep. won't make that mistake again. Yep. <laughs> um, right. So, last question of the show: If you could leave our listeners with one piece of advice, what would it be? Um, don't go into trading with your ego because the market will humble you is, is the best way I can say it. Like, don't go into trading thinking you're going to make a million dollars tomorrow because the market will kick you in your ass and show you that you're not. Superb. Well, look, before you wrap up, what's the best way for the traders to get hold of you? Uh, go to go to um, my YouTube, KJ McLaurin, or follow me on Instagram at McLaurin, which is M-C-L-A-U-R-I-I-N. Or go to liquidfx.com, liquidfxpro.com. You can get in contact with me. Brilliant, superb. Well, look, guys, uh, thank you for listening to the show today. Everything we've uh, discussed here, along with all the links, are going to be over there in the search box, uh, sorry, on tradingnut.com. Just simply search for uh, KJ McLaren in the search box, and you'll find him there. Until next time, I wish all my listeners trading happiness and success. All right, folks, there we go. Interview with KJ McLaurin, done and dusted. Now, do remember, we shot a video after this. Go and check it out. If you're listening in the car or somewhere else and you're not at a screen, go get to your screen. Go to the Trading Nut website. Find the YouTube links. Find the KJ McLaurin uh, episode, whatever the way you do it, or just go to YouTube, search for Trading Nut. And basically, there's a video that we shot Fantastic little video. You're going to get to see exactly how he trades. This was one of the better videos that I've had on the channel. So, guys, go and check that out. Now, uh, also do remember we've got Trader vs. Trader, Scalper vs. Scalper, Scalper vs. Algo. If you want to take part in any of these things, let me know. If you just want to watch, go and check it out. Sign up, subscribe to the YouTube channel. And that's where they're going to hit. Um, I'm going to try and get a little bit more advanced with the way I do things in the future. So you'll be able to watch on Facebook and uh, Twitch and and other platforms if if you want. So guys, for now, it's YouTube. Go and subscribe over there. Uh, We've also got, uh, last but not least, the Robot Builders Club offer. If you ever considered building a trading robot yourself or getting someone else to build it and just want the skills to be able to do this, automate fully automated strategies or partially semi-automated what you're doing so you can save yourself some time you don't want to give away all the ip to everyone uh, that's going to all the developers you just want to do it yourself then this is for you 
Trust me, it's a skill that will pay dividends in the future. Guys, you also get a free robot discount and whatnot, uh, many free robots when you join the Robot Builders Club this October. So go and check it out right now. After you've um, watched those videos, you should find everything over there on tradingnut.com. All right, guys, until next time, have a great trading week.